Hi, Henry here at TechAdvisor. Welcome to the first in a new series called Digital Defenders, where we're going to take a look at how you should behave online, because we don't really know what we're doing half the time, <laughs> do we? I'm here with my colleagues, Dom. Hi. And Jim. Hello. You might recognize them from previous videos on the channel. We are going to have a bit of a different format today. We're going to ask ourselves, why use a VPN? And this video today is sponsored by NordVPN. So yeah, we're basically going to run down uh, a few of the different reasons you might use a VPN uh, online, whether that's sort of worrying about protecting your data, or if it's just because you want to watch US Netflix from the UK. Uh, and uh, Jim here is basically going to break down some of the technical side of it for us and uh, get into the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're all tech experts per se, but Jim really does know his stuff when it comes to VPNs. So hi, Jim. Hi again. I'm going to ask you Hello. <laughs> straight up top, Jim. Go. Why use a VPN? Well, there's a few reasons why you would use a VPN. Um, First of all, what does it stand for? First of all, it stands for Virtual Private Network. That sounds a bit like something that you might have used in the 1990s to connect <laughs> to a, uh, a corporate network, but well, these days, everyone uses them. Indeed, like, like you say, it, that is actually what they were for. They were very much a corporate thing, but now it's a consumer-facing thing. People, including myself, actually, to be honest, uh, before didn't really understand what it was and how it was beneficial to how I behave online. So can you talk a bit about like, online privacy and why people should uh, think about using one? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole thing about a VPN is that it keeps you uh, private so no one can sort of spy on what you're doing. Um, okay. So without a VPN, you end up with um, potential risks that other people could sort of you know, eavesdrop on what you're what you're looking at online um, and all your communications. Whereas with a VPN, uh, it's completely private because it's an encrypted um, connection. So every time that you're using a VPN, there's no way that anyone can actually see what you're doing. So okay. on the simplest level, like what is it? What's it doing to your connection that's different from just using the using the web normally? Exactly. So normally, when you connect to the web, there's no um, there's no real encryption unless you're connected to a website that supports HTTPS. So um, let's say that um, you were just sending an email between Gmail and some other provider that isn't Gmail. Mm -hmm. That would just be sent as plain text. So what the um, what the VPN does is effectively encrypts your connection from your from your device, whichever device you happen to be using, to the VPN server, and that means that between those two points. It's completely encrypted, and anyone who was, was able to even hack into that, which is pretty much impossible, would only see gibberish. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's a bit of a culture here around, and it's sort of something to maybe explain about the idea of hackers and who hackers are and what they want with your data. And I suppose this also feeds into the whole idea of um, nothing to hide, then I don't need a VPN or whatever. Yeah, it's not right. really about hiding what you're doing because you're doing something illegal. It's more about protecting what you are already doing because otherwise people can look at it for instance in open wi-fi network situations yeah exactly so if you're if you're at the airport and you just want to you know get online and uh do do various things you're going to be using a an open wi-fi so what that means is you can connect to the wi-fi network there's no password that means that it's not encrypted because when you're connected to a wi-fi network which mm -hmm. uses a password that connection is then encrypted right whereas on on public Wi-Fi, which typically isn't, uh, doesn't have a password, and is yeah. therefore not encrypted. Anything you do, which isn't, in so let's say that you're using your banking app, that yeah. would be encrypted. Okay, because, because that's a separate application yeah. that has encryption built exactly. in. Exactly, so it has built encryption built in, it has two-factor authentication, things like that. So there's no real benefit to using a VPN even over a public Wi-Fi yeah. because your your banking app makes sure that all of that is safe. But most apps, they will not have that kind of encryption. So, so it's more that risk of, say, having your uh, password, email address, details like that stolen 
through just you using a, a normal website you log in through or some app you use for something totally mundane, but exactly. it means they have exactly. some of your private data yes. that's probably just tied to your account setup. Basically. Exactly. You, I think, yeah, definitely. It's worth bringing up. I think some of the use cases as well, you said like an airport or something, but I think we probably connect to open Wi-Fi more than we realize. Yeah. Um, it, we always, I'm guilty of it as well, not thinking about the privacy implications of logging on to a network. You just go down the line, particularly when you're in like a public place, we're opposite the British Library, actually, our offices. And if you walk over there, I, you see British Library free Wi-Fi and you click on it and you just connect to it. Um, it's quite easy for people, technically, to set up a, a Wi-Fi network to trick people into connecting or yeah. even for people, like you say, just to hack that Wi-Fi network because it's open and steal your data. So people like really maybe think they're not affected by this sort of thing. But if you go and connect to the Wi-Fi at McDonald's, then you are. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the same wherever you are. Um, and you may not necessarily be thinking about which apps are communicating with yep. your personal data in the background. Yep. Um, so it's always worth just having that VPN app on your phone. Yep. You just connect to uh, a server that's nearby, so, you know, whichever is the fastest one. Uh, and it won't affect your connection speed. You won't even notice it. It just runs in the background and, you know. So when you use a VPN, is it correct to say that your internet service provider legally and normally is the only one who's going to be looking or can not looking, but could technically see what websites you've been on? Does a VPN stop anyone else looking? Certainly your your ISP um, can see uh, which websites you visited. Um, it's unlikely that anyone else would uh, unless they were hacking into your connection on right. open Wi-Fi. Yep. But if you, if, you, if you don't want websites uh, to track you, if you don't want your ISP to know where you've been, then a, a VPN is obviously a very good idea because it will stop your ISP seeing who you are, what you're doing. Effectively, you're totally anonymous. Okay, so we touched a little there upon the why and also a little bit upon the technical side of things. So without getting too into the weeds, don't worry, everyone. Jim, uh, could you just talk us through exactly how a VPN works? I know you did briefly explain it, but you're talking about endpoints and the data in the middle and where does, where does um, the, your average person, including us, sit in that diagram? And uh, sure. yeah, some of the more technical things. So how it works, it's uh, reasonably simple. You've got the app on your phone yep. and mm -hmm. it uses... It tends to use the VPN settings that's already built into your phone, so iOS, Android, Windows, Mac OS, uh, all those devices, they already have VPN settings. So what the right. app does is to put your, your account details, because you have to have an account to use a VPN. So Generally a paid-for service. Generally a paid-for service, yes. And uh, what happens is when you connect to a VPN server, it will create an encrypted connection between your device and their server, wherever so that, that happens to be. That's the key be. thing, right? that we need to put across here, that encryption isn't uh, default, or so it, but it is when you use a VPN. By default, most of the time, unless with, with a few exceptions, your connection to a website is not encrypted. Gotcha. That's, that's correct. So it, anyone who's able to hack into that connection can basically see anything that centers plain text. And depending on how the website is set up, uh, your your password may be sent as plain text. Yeah. And yep. if you're one of these people who uses the same password for every website, then you're probably going to find that sooner or later someone's going to be able to hack that password, find it out, and then just try your email address and that password in various different uh, so, yeah. services yeah. and websites. And then, you know, potentially some, some personal details could be compromised. And that's why I think it's that important point that it's often, it's not the things like your banking app that you have to worry about it's just going to be your sort of like fitness tracking app or something that someone then gets your password through, but then that lets them get into your actual email or yeah, your totally. Facebook or your Twitter, or, you know, exactly. the sort of stuff that maybe you care more and about. Like, and yeah, full backdoor to these things. Like you might de use Deliveroo yeah. to order a pizza when you're hungover, but then someone goes in the back door and is, they've got your card details. Yeah. 
there are there are certainly risks and a v- using a vpn just having that vpn running on your phone uh when when you need it or running at home um again when you need it we'll get into that uh it just adds that layer of protection so you don't have to think about it yeah and it's also um more and more now i mean i remember when i first started using a vpn it was just a computer thing you had it on your desktop yeah. your laptop and that was it but you've already mentioned there's uh a lot of the time phone apps now yeah. but even like uh, a lot of the big vpn providers now have an, an app for your xbox or your, right. your like games yeah. consoles yeah uh you know all sorts of devices that you might use to connect they're actually like spreading out more and more types of like app support so that you really can have this across everything you might use to connect one more point before we move on uh, is it true that not all vpns are created equal so there'll be different levels of services from different companies of different reputation um, absolutely what should people look out for what are the base what's table stakes for vpns because obviously you have different features sure what do people so actually there's, there's need? a few things that you would need to look out for you'd need to look out for somebody uh of service which has plenty of servers because you might want to connect to servers in different countries and right. we'll come to that in a little bit yeah. when we yeah. talk about unblocking um you'll need some uh company who has ideally uh no logs policy which means mm-hmm. that they don't keep any connection records of when you connected how right. long you were connected for um and ideally that they're not based in one of what we call the 14 eyes well not we call one <laughs> what are called the yeah. 14 eyes and they're 14 countries which essentially can share information with each other right. and they're also t- they tend to be in jurisdictions where they could be compelled to hand over user data to the authorities mm-hmm. okay. which means that if you happen to be doing something that you shouldn't have been um, if you choose a VPN provider which is based outside of those countries, that means that they have no one, they have no um, reason to hand over that data. So you're again, you're more secure. So there's and that information that you've just shared with everyone that the company that you go for should be upfront about these things, right? Otherwise, it's a bit of a Completely. red flag. Yeah. Absolutely, and and ideally, um, they should um, own and operate their own servers, so they've got full control over the whole chain. Um, and I suppose the final thing is just to look for a service which has fast servers because the one thing you don't <laughs> yeah. want to compromise on is your internet speed. Yeah, because um, not in all cases, but VPNs, generally speaking, will slow down your connection slightly, right? Because of the extra, an extra step. step. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But hopefully you shouldn't notice that. So. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's obviously the kind of thing where really you have to start looking at reviews because companies will tout whatever uh, speeds they want to of tout course. a lot of the time. Yeah. And often, you know, you'll get uh, a free trial so you can test out yep. the service. Yeah. Um, it may be that you still have to sign up at the beginning, but you get your money back uh, after 30 days or whatever. Yeah. So um, and you can you can give it a good try and then see if it's good, if it's OK for your needs. And on that note of free trials, maybe it's worth quickly going over. We're kind of talking there about paid VPNs. There are free ones out there. Yeah. Are, are they any good? Why, why should you pay for one if there's a free one? Exactly. Um, we don't recommend we don't recommend using a free B- VPN because if the product is free, then you tend to be <laughs> you are uh, the product. You <laughs> are the product, which means that um, aside from the fact that it's hard to trust that your data is going to be completely secure and that yep. your you know it won't be sold on third parties what you'll yep. often find is that with a free service it's as simple as there's hardly any choice of servers you tend to be res- restricted on bandwidth which means that you you may not even be able to watch you know two or three hours of video before you've used up all your bandwidth yep. and finally the speeds may not be as good as paid for services and at the end of the day if you don't trust that the free one is keeping your data entirely safe then you're missing a big chunk of the point of using it exactly in the, first place, right? the whole point of a vpn is that you should be able to trust that all of your yeah that you are properly anonymous and secure this makes sense okay thank you we will move on in a moment to talk a bit more about 
why you would use one, what you'd use it for, uh, Netflix basically. Uh, but we will explain why that is and why you can do it and the legality behind that as well. But before I do, uh, this episode of Digital Defenders is actually sponsored by our friends at NordVPN. Uh, NordVPN is one of the most trustworthy and affordable VPNs on the market with apps for iOS, Android, as well as PCs and laptops, just like we've explained. NordVPN at the moment is offering a special price for its service and it, it actually genuinely is good. I actually pay for NordVPN and I pay for more than this. <laughs> uh, it actually saves you 75% of the usual price. So it's only £2.29 per month for three years, which is actually a great deal. So to take advantage, just click the link in the description. Right, Netflix. Most people are probably going to be thinking about something like that. A service, not necessarily that, that has geo-blocked content. Yep. Um, we need to step back a bit and have a, have a think about it because... Am I right in saying it's not illegal to use a VPN to view geo-restricted content? That is correct. It is not a criminal offence in most countries um, to <laughs> actually break the terms and conditions of Netflix yep. or Amazon or whoever. But that's the key, right? It, that is it, you the key. are breaking their terms of service. Yes, yep. yes. If you read their terms of service, you'll often find that they will say you're not allowed to access the service using your account uh, in a different region but and that, of course it's all about rights isn't it so they have rights to uh, offer certain shows mm -hmm. in certain regions and they don't have those rights to show them elsewhere so essentially it's, it's breaking copyright and you're kind of abusing the service by doing so yep. however a vpn makes it possible so if you want to watch something that's only available on netflix us you can log into your uk netflix account connect to a us server on your vpn provider and uh, assuming that it supports Netflix, yep. uh, then you will be able to then watch whatever show you want that's available in the US. So on that terms of service point, um, what are the risks to breaking Netflix's terms of service? Like, Is there any way that can backfire on you? In theory, the risk is very low because you're paying Netflix for the service mm -hmm. and they obviously want your subscription. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not aware of anyone who's had their account terminated because yep. they were found to be using a VPN to, to, to break the terms of service. But by breaking the terms of service, the, we saw saying here that the biggest risk you put yourself in is that your Netflix account will be closed down. Pretty much. It's not actually an illegal that's, thing that you're yeah. doing. No, you're that's not the gonna, Police no. aren't going to come knocking. <laughs> no. You're not going to get arrested. Because it's slightly different from the, we're rolling back a few years now, but you know, torrenting when that was huge, Pirate Bay, uh, mm -hmm. Napster, things like that. That was different because you were downloading things uh, that had copyright, that you weren't paying uh, a service to legally use, and then you were distributing them to your peers. That's illegal, right? Correct. And even though that was difficult to track, people were made examples of, some people were put in jail, yep. but not many. But this is different to that, isn't it? And to be fair, a lot of VPN services do support P2P, which is torrenting. Right, so they yeah. will have specific servers that are optimized for P2P. So that's where it gets a bit murky. Yeah. Where it does and there are get... legitimate uses of, of P2P and torrenting. Yes. That, yes. that isn't necessarily why most people use them, but like no. that is legit tech that is you used could for be, genuine stuff. You could be downloading a torrent uh, file for some software, which you have paid for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's hard to think of why you would want to use VPN whilst doing that, um, because... <laughs> yeah. There's no legitimate reason why you should need a VPN just to download some software, for example. But yes, people do use it to download videos and software. And okay. they use a VPN so that they can hide their activity. And there are other reasons, uh, aside from being a bit sneaky with terms of service, that you might want to use a VPN as well, right? Uh, for example, would it be the case that if you were accessing a UK server for your emails for work, when you go abroad, you might need to connect to a UK VPN? I know my dad uses a VPN for his work so that he can connect to UK servers back home and that's just legitimately so he can do some work. 
Yes, I mean, a lot of companies will require you to still use a VPN. Um, that would be more of a corporate thing. So of you course. wouldn't use yeah. your consumer VPN. But for say doing you that. were starting your own business and you needed to do, do something like that, then a consumer VPN is an option. Yeah, definitely. And of course, the one thing that we haven't talked about is just simply unblocking websites which aren't available in certain countries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we are specifically talking about the Western world here. Yeah. Um, but a VPN will apply wherever you are in the world. Let's say that you go on holiday to, well, not on holiday to, you know, maybe you are on holiday, but let's say that you go to China. Yeah. yeah. You'll find that you can't access Google, you can't access mm-hmm. a lot of the web. Yeah. Um, and you'll, you'll need to use your VPN so that you can unblock the web for yourself. Yep. Um, and there are other people in other countries who want to avoid oppressive re- regimes who mm-hmm. don't want you reading a lot of the internet. A VPN hides your activity and it unblocks websites. And on that same sort of note of accessing stuff you just cannot access otherwise, but going back to the lighter, the entertainment angle is, it can be about accessing rather than just being like, I want to access US Netflix from my UK account. It might be that you want to watch a Hulu show yeah. that's not being picked up by a UK channel yet. So Hulu is US only. You could make an account, pay for it through the US, but you'll need the VPN to access it. Exactly. On the flip side, someone from outside the UK might want to watch a BBC iPlayer, which yeah. you have to be in the UK for. Completely. Um, or equally, you know, if you're on holiday, but you want to watch an iPlayer show, like you might want to use a VPN on your laptop or something so that you can watch that BBC That's content right, yeah. from anywhere. You've, you've paid for your license fee. Um, the, the BBC will say, but, you know, it is actually a rights thing that you can't watch it outside of the UK, but you may feel like, well, I'm just on holiday. I've paid yep. my TV license. I yep. want to watch the latest episode of Top Gear or whatever it is. A yep. VPN, which has a UK server and supports iPlayer, will allow you to do that. So that's something to think about when you're looking for a VPN. If you want to use it for a specific service in a specific country to do specific things, do check whether or not it can do. And usually, I would kind of suggest to look at, as Dom and Jim suggested, editorial reviews. We have a lot of them on Tech Advisor ourselves, even though uh, we do get sponsors to do things like this. This is editorial content that we're doing. So we go through all the different VPNs and we actually tell you what they do because a cheap one might not actually get you Netflix. Yeah. So Nord actually does. <laughs> I, will just give, I will give Nord that one. He can do that. Uh, but there are many others that do it as well at different prices for different people. So don't just pick the first one you see. Have a bit of research. So before we wrap up, anything else you wanted it to add, guys? Um, I actually, one thing I'd like to say, I think if uh, anyone who has tried to use a VPN before to watch Netflix or stuff like that will probably have experienced that uh, phenomenon of it just not working. Yeah. So uh, what is going on when you try and use a VPN, you select the US server, you go to Netflix, and it still says, no, this won't work. What's happening? It does. That is, unfortunately, it's a common thing. Um, It's as simple as just retrying. Uh, you can retry using the same server. You'll often find that it, it works. Uh, you could retry using a different server. You'll often find that it works. Yep. Uh, it's a common problem across all VPNs. Netflix is, of course, like uh, BBC iPlayer and other streaming services, they're, they, they're blocking those VPN servers. As soon as they can find them, uh, as soon as they see what they're doing, they, they're shutting, blocking those IP addresses, basically. So yeah. VPNs just have to get new new IP addresses, and then they're up and running again. So just... Okay keep trying to try their tech support as well they'll often point you to the right server because they don't want to advertise which server works with these services because then <laughs> yeah, they can be easily shut down so yeah, but they're there to help you you're paying for their service exactly so okay don jim thanks that's been a first episode of digital defenders we'll have some more in the pipeline and thanks for watching